we saw Forevalon building. We saw the dealers. We saw the interest. Every day we're going through from, you know, we've said this from seven o'clock at night till one or two in the morning, we're scrolling through inquiry after inquiry after inquiry of wanting to buy the product or wanting to be a dealer. And there was an energy there and, and we're, and we're sensing this. So why would two guys leave comfortable jobs, move across the country and start a business in an industry they don't know, a place they don't know, and could it be successful? We're Dale and Brian Carmi. Join us as we share our story and inspire you to become people of impact. Welcome to the Impact Without Limits podcast. Have you ever been out getting a picture taken and you have somebody stand off in the distance and you hold your hand out and you position it so it looks like the person is standing in the palm of your hand. Welcome back to the Impact Without Limits podcast. I am Brian Carmi here with my brother Dale. Hello. And that is a great question about perspective. And we will get yes, into it that is. as today goes on. And we're kind of walking through the story. We talked about, you know, uh, recently some of the the shift in, you know, Foreverland Southwest and the Albuquerque market and we had met John Seaver and we kind of fast forwarded a little bit and into him taking over uh, some of that local market. And we're focusing a little bit more on the, the national. We're, we're kind of stepping back just a little bit. And we talked about as we started this, there were the two of us uh, in Albuquerque. And then um, Ty was in Florida. Ty and Karen were down there. And they were a big part of Foreverland, right? They owned a third of Foreverland. But there was just a little bit of a different perspective in the way we were looking at things. Yeah, we were both running businesses, in our local markets. And certainly I think Ty and Karen or Karen handled a lot of the order processing from Foreverlon, but I think we got more involved in some of the day-to-day of Foreverlon. New dealer inquiries, regular inquiries, getting back to customers, going out and starting dealers, going out and training dealers, doing a lot of this stuff that, that we saw up close and in person something happening in Foreverlon. I would almost say we were kind of on the front end of Foreverlon, kind of like moving things forward. And and just by the nature of the orders, that was more the back end of just kind of the, the day-to-day keeping it running. Right. So Ty, on the other hand, Ty and Karen were down in Florida and they had some amazing things happening down there. We, we had started Playground Grass. Um, that was really Ty's baby as he was trying to figure out how to how to capture the market in Florida, right? Remember we went down there trying to teach them how to sell like we did in Albuquerque and it didn't work because their yards were three quarters of an acre or an acre. And you know, in Albuquerque yards, a thousand square feet. I remember, and I know we talked about this on a previous episode, but I remember you went down and worked a home show at one point and on the, and I think you might've gone on a few estimates or sales calls with them afterwards. And I remember we had seen some numbers where Ty had gone on like, 30 estimates and sold none or something at that point. Ty's not a very good salesperson. But then I remember you went down and, and had the experience of seeing the market and the yards and everything going on. And I just remember as you were coming back, you're like, Brian, I don't think it's going to work in Orlando <laughs> like, yeah. like it does in Albuquerque. I snuck. I had to sneak away like, from Ty. Hmm. I didn't want Ty to hear me. <laughs> I was like, hey, I don't think it's going to work down here. And the obvious answer is it does work and it works 
currently to this day, but it couldn't it be different. the same model yep. we were using in Albuquerque. But so, Brian, we're, we're sitting here looking at it, and we could see we could see this thing happening, right? Right. And I think about being in in the ocean, and you see a you're waiting for a good wave to body surf. Now we, oh, we I don't surfers. surf. I don't we, surf on a board, but I surf did. with my body. And you're sitting there waiting, and you know it'll roll in. the The waves will roll in, and then all of a sudden, way out there, you see a, a big one building, and, and you can tell, okay, this one's coming. This is going to be big. This is going to it's going to hit us. It's going to carry us into to the to the shore. Uh, that's what we saw, right? We saw Forevalon building. We saw the dealers. We saw the interest. Every day, we're going through from you know we've said this from. Seven o'clock at night till one or two in the morning, we're scrolling through inquiry after inquiry after inquiry of wanting to buy the product or wanting to be a dealer. And there was an energy there and, and we're, and we're sensing this. Yeah. And at the same time, I think Ty is seeing a, a wave, but his wave is in Florida with all these playgrounds where he's done work to get into some of these parks departments and some of these areas where now all of a sudden they're starting to to come to fruition and he's seeing all of these projects opportunities in Florida. And and we're kind of seeing two different things. And so we're talking to Ty and we're saying, Ty, listen, the local markets are good and, and we can develop those. But really in order to make this thing go, we kind of need to find someone else to either sell or turn over the local markets. And we need to go all in on forever Inc. right? We need to build this national brand. We need to be setting up and training dealers. We need to be doing this. And at the same time, Ty's looking at it saying, but I see all this opportunity on the local market here in Florida. I really think maybe we should bring somebody in to run forever long and we could focus on the local markets. And there was just was a little bit of a disconnect there. And it was, it was interesting because, you know, as we were talking through this before, I mean, we would talk to Ty on a daily basis, but usually we were talking about very tactical things like, what's going on today about this order, about getting that shipment, about paying this bill, about doing that. It was very tactical conversations. And because we were in two different places, maybe that probably added to it, but we didn't have a lot of those more kind of sit back and what do you see, you know, five years from now, what's the vision? Where are we headed? Strategy, vision. Certainly we had many strategic and visionary discussions over the years, but I think as we got caught Again, we're both running two businesses, right? right? And time was of the essence. And so a lot of times you're, you're just talking about what's pressing at the moment. And, and maybe we lost some of the, the strategic thinking and the, the painting of vision and trying to find out where we are. I remember for us looking at this, and, and this happens, guys, this happens over a period of time. This isn't a moment and it's kind of hard for us to do this because there are so many different things happening, so many different things transpiring as we try to talk through this and, and, and help you see what we're going through, what we're looking at. This is a process. It's not a moment. But I remember thinking through, oh, my goodness, could this Foreverlon thing that up to this point had been really doing nothing but taking money from us could this be the thing? And the thing that sustained us for Avalon Southwest selling and installing in the local market, do we jettison that? Right. 
let me try an analogy. It's like, maybe it's like being up in outer space. You're on the, the the capsule and you're you're going through space, and at some point you've used up that capsule and you have to get out into the other. You know, maybe it's coming back from the moon. You're in the lunar module and you get into the capsule and you got to jettison the thing that's been carrying you, that's been your lifeboat up to that point. And yeah. we're I don't want to say we're there. I don't want to say we figured that out, but we were starting to ask that question. And we said in a couple episodes ago, you know, it went from being, for everyone went from being a thing to we think possibly it could be the thing. The thing. Yep. And mm-hmm. so we're, we're working through this. But like you said, at the same time, Ty's sitting here seeing not just the local market, but playground grass. Like there is opportunity upon opportunity upon opportunity. And time spent somewhere else was time not spent building and developing that playground grass business. And for him, that local market, that Florida market opportunity. So we're heading on a little bit different paths and we're going the same direction, but we're kind of seeing different things. We, we kind of have a different vision of what we're looking at. Well, and it comes back to perspective. Your, your initial question was about perspective and the way you can kind of change perspective. You you were talking about like looking at something in your hand, but we were talking earlier and you were, you were talking about looking at maybe two people are looking at the same tower or the same structure, right. but if you're looking at it from different places, it can look very different. Yeah. I, I like to use like uh, maybe a cell tower or radio tower, or, you know, electrical line tower. You have this big tower. If it's over a hill, and I'm kind of up on the hill and back ways, and I look out, I might just see the top of that tower. right? And it doesn't look very big. It's not that big of a deal. But somebody else could be looking at the same tower, and if they're standing at the base of it and looking up, this thing's gigantic, and they're seeing all of it. And both people are looking at the same tower. And they're both right. They're both seeing an an accurate image, but they're seeing it from a different perspective. And so that perspective, it certainly paints your reality. And that reality drives your decisions, drives your interest, kind of directs the actions that you take. So, you know, I mean, we, we lived out in Albuquerque for a while and you had this with, with Sandia Peak, right? You would, Sandia Peak or Sandia Mountains or the mountains in the side of Albuquerque. And there are these different kind of false peaks on it or different things that when you're looking at the mountain from down in the valley, it looks completely different than when you get on the tram and you start to soar over it, right? It totally changes the perspective and you see things that you never saw before. You just see them from different angles. Like the downed airplane. (laughs) Yes. There is a downed airplane from the tram. Yes. You would never see that from the ground. If you haven't taken the tram in Albuquerque, we just ruined the surprise. There is a down, well, there was at least 20 years ago, a downed airplane. Um, but yeah, it's so it, it really perspective is a huge thing and it, and it doesn't make either person necessarily wrong, but it does paint the reality and it changes the way you evaluate the situation and the way you make decisions in the direction that you think things should go. And so we're looking at this and we, over time, like you said, it wasn't a moment, but there, over time, we become kind of conscious that our calling, our our focus needs to be on developing this national distribution company, this brand, this Foreverland Inc. And, and we feel it and we see it and we're so, we, we know that's where we're supposed to go. And while the Foreverland Southwest, that local Albuquerque market had been that 
like you said, it was the, the, the ship that we rode to get there. We knew we had to leave that behind in order to go on. And we're telling Ty, you need to do it too, right? This is what you need to do. You need to leave that, that Florida thing. That was great. But that was just to, you know, just to get you to this point. Now let's go all in. And he's looking at it like, guys, you're crazy. Like I see so much opportunity here in Florida. I can't, I can't pass this up. And so Ty actually came up and, and he started thinking on his own, like, Hey, how do we make this work? How do we, and, and he came up with a proposal to, to that maybe what we needed was to bring in somebody from corporate America, somebody that could be a, a, a business leader and come in and, and be like a CEO and run things and let us focus on the local markets where we were making the money. And we're looking at it like, no, that's, that's well, completely wrong. Right. And, and the, the way it played out and look, look we're, we're pretty open here. Full disclosure. Um, Ty was trying to solve our problem. Yeah. And he was doing it behind the scenes to help us. And he was chasing down somebody particularly he was looking for. And, and he brought us an answer. Right. And we had, we had a phone call where Ty presented us with the answer that we're bringing this person in and he's going to run the company and do all this. The challenge was we didn't, we didn't have a problem. problem, right? So so he answered a problem we didn't have, and it was it was because of perspective. And, and likewise, we, we were, were trying to give Ty the answer of you need right. to come up and and do all your you know spend all your time here at the Forevalon Inc. level. Um, and we didn't realize we didn't have the perspective he had to see all the opportunity that existed in the state of Florida and more specifically in the world of playgrounds. And so that, that, that was a moment that kind of, well, not kind of that changed, that changed the, the landscape of Revlon. Yeah. In, in the end. So this is early 2006. It was, it yeah. was over a couple month period, but probably spring of 06. Um, Ty decides, you know, he's, he's going to step back some and, and they're going to give up some of their ownership. And I think at one point he was looking at backing out completely and he said, no, we want you to be a part, but it was almost, he stayed on almost as a, as a silent partner or just a, a consultant level, uh, ownership. He wasn't involved in the day-to-day operations and, and we took on more ownership and took on more of a focus on, on developing the national market. And Ty took on the, the developing the playground and really all of the state of Florida, um, and I mean, that was a, that was a major shift. That was big. We were, and, and you know, I, we were the three amigos. Yeah. Now we were like the, what are they? Dusty, two and a half. Lucky and Ned. Sleepy dopey. I don't know. Dusty, I Lucky and Ned. The I three amigos. I know the three amigos. <laughs> I don't remember their names. And, and so it, it didn't change our relationship personally. Correct. But yep. it changed our relationship business wise. Yep. And we come out of this. That was hard. That that was, you know, we were used to doing everything together, having all these decisions be together and, and that change. And we had to, now we had to spend even more time at the Foreverlon level because Ty was stepping down, you know, not stepping down, but focusing on the local level. Um, and we didn't have a solution to our, local business problem yet because we're still running it. No. Yeah. We end up, t- we talked in the last episode about just sprinklers, John Seaver, and that, that ends up playing out. But at this point it hadn't happened yet. 
I, I think one of the things that I had to wrestle through at that time was, was understanding, you know, we feel we, we've kind of felt all along God's hand was on this and he was directing our path and, and he was kind of laying these plans out before us and, and he would reveal things. And what I kind of had to realize was just because God has kind of put a plan in place for us, that doesn't necessarily mean it's the same plan for everyone else. And that was a, that was a difficult thing because I felt so confident that what we're supposed to do is focus on forever one eight. Right. It was clear to us. It was so clear, but Ty's like, no, that's not right. And, and to, to think through like, Hey, maybe God has a different plan in place for Ty. That was a, that was a difficult thing for me to wrestle through. Yeah. Um, in hindsight, we can see it, right. We can see the way it played out, but at the time it just felt like something was being torn apart. Right. Yeah. And it was, to me, it was very scary to think about stepping away from that, that the vessel that had brought us this far. And again, it happens over time. We're going to have a couple episodes coming up where we're talking about that transition, um, out of the local market. Um, but it guys, there's in life, right. We're, we're telling stories, but we're trying to share lessons and things we learned that apply to life. And, you know, think about your life. Are there, are there situations you're in now, or maybe you've been in the past? I don't know where you, you have somebody else, maybe it's your spouse, maybe it's a brother, maybe it's a friend, uh, you know, sibling, what have you, where you're, you're both looking at the same thing. You're seeing two completely different outcomes. Right. And you're maybe convinced that the other person's wrong. The other person may be convinced that you're wrong. And the reality is that you're just not on the same page, the same perspective, even if you're looking at the same thing. Right. So one of the things uh, we've kind of learned and we're figuring out and we're still learning and still working through that's so important is having that, taking that time, having that ability to share your vision, to share what you're seeing, to to share your perspective, maybe vision even isn't even the right word, but share your perspective. So somebody knows, Oh, okay. I get it. I, I see what you're seeing now. I know why you're seeing that. And then the other person can say, but let me tell you what I'm seeing. And they share their perspective. And it doesn't mean that you're necessarily going to agree, but um, you, you get on the same page and it's like, okay, I get it right now. I get it. I understand why you're seeing what you're seeing and, and, and why you're, you're taking the approach you're taking. And maybe the other person says, okay, I get it. I, I understand what you were seeing. Um, there's a lot of value in that, but to do that, you've got to slow down. You've got to communicate. You've got to be willing to share and you've got to go beyond the transactional, right? Beyond the tactical things you were talking about, Brian. And you, you've got to think more um, big picture. You got to think perspective. You got to think trying to paint the image of, what you're seeing for somebody else. Yeah. I mean, we talked about it. We were, you know, we would talk to Ty daily, but it was mostly tactical things. We weren't talking about that. Where are we headed? What's the big picture? And, you know, you, I think your, your description of perspective and looking at the the same object from two different perspectives is so accurate. And, and sometimes you think, well, if we just go to the same place, we'll then see it the same. That is still, isn't always the case. Sometimes, you know, what you're seeing isn't physical, it's, it's a potential future destiny. And that's where you, it really comes down to communication and over communicating. Here's what I see. Here's why I see it. Here's how I see it playing out and, and communicating that well. And then there are some times where you have to realize 
that the vision for you might be different than the vision for someone else. And that's, uh, yeah. And the, and the other, the other perspective to that, Brian is, um, cause we were talking about, this kind of might sound silly, but we're, we're talking about in business, we saw a different perspective and the right answer for Ty was one direction. The right answer for us was another, but if we bring it back to life and family, mm-hmm. we're not saying if you have a husband and a wife, that if your perspective is different, the one goes one way and one goes the other, right? No, absolutely not. But but clearly, but what it what it does maybe require one is sharing that vision, sharing or sharing that perspective. But somewhere you have to step out on faith. Mm-hmm. One of you, and, and it's not just husband and wife; it could be business partners, could be what have you. But if if you're going to go the same direction and you're not seeing the same perspective, you at a point where one of you has to step out on faith. Yep. And, and maybe both, right? But so there are times where there's the need to go different directions and accomplish different goals and do different things. But there's the other time where the need is to stay together, to share the idea, to share the perspective, but move forward in faith. Well, you talk about that with marriages and, and, you know, we talked about how we were, you know, in, in tactical or daily communication, but it was very transactional. I think that happens in marriages all the time. I see that, you know, where you get a family that's really busy. And husbands and wives are, you know, running kids different places and, and they're together, they're in the same house, but man, they're, they're just slowly drifting because they're being pulled. You've got to take time to make sure you're on the same page to share that vision, to say, Hey, here's where we're headed as, as a couple, as a family, here's where we're going. And that's one of those places where clearly you've, you made a, a commitment of value. So th- this is like, there isn't a diverging path here. We've got to make sure we're on right. the same page and chasing the same. Did page. you guys have ever have family meetings? Oh, wow. You know, I just listened to somebody talk about family. Actually, it was John Gordon. We did that for everyone this week. He was talking about family meetings. And I thought to myself, we never really did it like that. Yeah, we didn't either. But you know what Angie was really good about was about creating dinner times where we were together. And we would talk about life. And we would talk about day. And and she she would make it very intentional that we were all on the same page. We were, we were all together. We were all community. We were all eating together. And that just became a, a time that was a real bonding time for yeah, us. Yeah. I think it's the same for us. I, I know there are some people that have structured family meetings where you yeah. sit down together, you get everybody around and you, you, maybe there was a key topic or something you got to hit or everybody just shares a little bit. And I think that's great. I never did that. And you know, part of me wishes, man, I, maybe, maybe I should have, maybe you can't go back in time. Yeah. We I, did, I think it's a great we idea. We did the dinner thing. And that was our meeting. We would sit at the table and and you just start talking. And there's also something more natural, I think, over dinner where it's not forced and and you can just start sharing thoughts and ideas. I I was just curious. I didn't know if you guys did. No. And and Angie and I also, we do a lot of just like, you know, living room, sitting on the couch, the two of us talking or going for walks, the two of us talking. I mean, we certainly make it a priority to, to sit down and talk through things, but yeah, never, never did the formal meetings. So, you know, I think as you, as you look at this, um, hopefully there's some takeaways here that you can apply to business, to your family life and, and to understand one, understand somebody else's perspective as they're looking at things and, and try and understand and see where they're coming from and what that perspective is. But then two, realize that you have a responsibility when you're trying to, to lead to share your perspective 
very overtly. You've got to over-communicate. You've got to explain what you see, why you see it, how you see it playing out. It can't just be, you know, a one and done. Here's the vision. Run with me. This is where we're headed. Yeah. And uh, if you guys want to have a little laugh, I, I think I'm going to do a drawing showing the perspective. We're, we're talking about that, right, Bethany, where um, I'll draw my little radio tower and I'll show the people and kind of give the example that shows we're looking at the same thing and we see two different things. So check out the show notes. This sounds like a reel. It might look Instagram like. Instagram reel. Oh, is that what that's we're doing? That's where I would, that's it. That's where it's going to be. Yes, it will be okay. on Instagram. Okay, show notes, Instagram. So we'll put it out there. It'll be, it'll be fun. Thank you for joining us. Uh, see you again next week. Go out and be people of impact. This is the Threads Army reminding you that faith looks up, hope looks ahead, and love looks all around to see whom it can help. Good day.